0: Welcome, welcome and welcome once again we're back after a mini hiatus uh hello Bagman. hello sal it is wednesday october 14th uh 8 36 p.m 5 36 pacific
1: yes right, right. yeah um
0: hey you know what you just gotta welcome everybody let them know what the deal is um what is it? Today is, I always get this wrong, I always want to say Big Picture Project for some reason, but it's Project Big Picture?
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Sorry, name for whatever the hell the plan was. Um, but yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today and whatever other uh, little bits we have. Tomorrow, we'll be going over the Premier League preview for this weekend coming up. Uh, and then... Just, you know, as always, remember to like, subscribe, all that good all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, let's get into it. So, take it away, Sal. I'm going to step out for like two seconds.
2: Yeah, so Project Big Picture was brought to you by Rick Perry, who is the lead official of the EFL. Former CEO of both the Premier League and Liverpool, just to put it out there. He basically proposed this, that 18-team Premier League. 25% of the Premier League annual annual revenue will go to the EFL clubs. $250 million would be paid up front to the EFL, which means that all the lower clubs would get money. Basically, it was a bailout. From all that happened to COVID, this was a bailout. The League Cup and the Community Shield would be abolished. Third, fourth, and fifth place in the championship would get in a playoff with the 16th place team in the Premier League. Seventeen and eighteen, of course, will be regulated and whatnot. Um, away tickets would be subsidized to twenty euros. Is it no 20 pounds. twenty pounds? Twenty pounds per per person and a return to safe standing. That means all hell breaks loose again in England.
0: So, what are your initial thoughts on the on the whole proposal? To me,
2: it looks it looked great going forward. I mean, my, my, what I didn't say here on this is that basically the top six teams would get control of the premier league. So when we look at the top six teams, we look at Manchester United and I'm going by titles here. I'm going Manchester United. I'm going liver, uh, liver, no, no, Manchester United, Arsenal, the almighty Chelsea. Um, and before, before I get into anything, let me, uh, let me just. start bum alert people bum alert all right I'm gonna sidetrack right now this is my Kai Havertz section of the show Uh, of course Germany played yesterday a 3-3 draw against Switzerland everybody says Kai Havertz played very well no no he didn't no no I mean the man was a bum throughout this match let me tell you everyone says he made his passes correctly no he didn't no he didn't he didn't do jack squat all right yeah, one goal that got lucky because the defense was just poor for Switzerland. Other than that, I mean, bum alert. The guy's still a bum, and yeah, the almighty Chelsea. So where was I? Uh, United, Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, City, and Spurs. The top six would control the league, basically, along with three teams that have been there the longest, Southampton, which I'm so surprised they've been there for as long as they've been there, right. uh, West West Ham and Everton. So all nine teams would get control of the Premier League. The bottom three teams would benefit because they would get injections of money, which leads them into buying better players. So we would basically see a nine Premier League teams who would always be there, and the other nine would fluctuate. So you basically have MLS, (laughs) if that's what you want to call it, happening over there.
0: Pretty much. Uh, It's a funny thing. Uh, You bring up the top six that have control. Uh, I have here a tweet that says, most top six finishes in English top flight history. I know we mean Premier League, which started in 1992, but it's kind of throwing a little bit of shade to Aston Villa because in top flight history, it's one Liverpool with 63, Arsenal with 60, Man United with 58, Ashton Villa and Everton tied with 45 then Tottenham with 36, and then you have Almighty Chelsea at 35, and then Man City at 30. So it's kind of crap that they're just basing it off of, you know, since 1992. And it's very hypocritical because you're throwing in Manchester City and Chelsea that have built their status that they have right now off of billionaire, millionaire, trillionaire money. You have uh, Man City with the, you know, with the oil money. Um, what is it? Chelsea with with Russian money. So it's just like, it makes no sense. It's a little bit, like I said, it's hypocritical, point blank. And um, Aston Villa deserves to have some say. And I believe that's why uh, a lot of clubs in the Premier League were like, no. Because at the end of the day, this this proposal has been shut down. Yeah. Um, but we're still here to talk about it and, and the nonsense and the, and the good things about it. Um, I feel like there's more bad than there is good, though.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, too. I don't really see um, how many. I mean, I don't understand how it would be positive for the long run of the game. Um, and, and it just kind of just goes to, con, goes to show, like, how much the influx of money has really ruined the game. Um, Not to mention a lot of the, there's a few clubs that we've seen uh, from 2019 to 2020 that don't even exist anymore. Um, If you follow, um, you know, English football, a lot of the lower tier clubs that have been around for over a hundred years or some of them are falling by the wayside. Um, And this, I think if this were to be implemented, uh, that would continue to happen. Maybe even at a higher standard, maybe even higher clubs wouldn't even be able to to get on, I mean, I think they. You said they, they proposed only like a 16 team or was it 18 team league? 18 team. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's already cutting two two teams legs off right there, um, and then like, I get I get the positives behind, you know, maybe a Boston the EFL Cup, um, and a community shield. But then it goes to again, it's like the EFL Cup is a great op- opportunity for lower level clubs to compete for a trophy. You know what I mean? To feel relevant. You know, a lot of, a lot of those fans live for that type of stuff to have the opportunity to play a big clip and you're just taking that away. Um, and it's unfortunate because, you know, I hate to say this, but it it just goes back to this, this American owner thing. You know, I talk about, I talk about the glazers. Well, I'm wearing a bag obviously for the, because of the glazers mostly, you know what I'm saying? I got to do 45 fucking minutes with a bag on my head because my team is run like a fucking old brothel with ugly broads but that's neither here nor there what i'm saying is is that what the glazers have done for united is they have boosted the commercial revenue of the club to a status that makes us you know a big a worldwide name now what i mean by that is not that they made us a worldwide name because the football spoke for itself but the businessmen behind the club know how to push the commercial value um, and maximize it. Now, that's something that they've done. They've made the club, you know, the club is commercially powerhouse across the world, like as I said. But, and that's the thing. It's like they've done that and they want to continue to milk the brand of Manchester United, not for the football, not for the fans, but for the money that it can bring in. Um, And, and this is a thing that a lot of people in the U.K., I mean, they do go in on America a lot, and I really don't like it. But a lot of their points as far as the ownership, I mean, you could kind of see it. I mean, in this thing, this proposal by Liverpool and Man United is just proof of that, that I think that the money that's influxed into the game, the the TV rights, all that stuff is having a real negative influence on what makes the game what it is. Um, you know, I didn't grow up with the game like like a lot of a lot of people, some people here in the, in the States and some people and most of the people, you know, abroad. I didn't grow up with the game. I I had to learn the game. Uh, Benzie is the one that you know pushed me to actually give the game a chance, and and I thank him all the time for that, because you know it's my favorite sport now. But I just think about these guys, all these people growing up in that country for decades and decades. You know, what I'm saying, and the passion that they have for the sport and the way it's supposed to be played and run and the values, and that's all gone. You know, part of me coming over to the sport like that is the passion that that I see with the fans, not saying that America sports don't have the passion. It's just a different level abroad, overseas, Spain, England, Germany, all that stuff. You know what I mean? And that comes from, you know, believing in the impossible. Maybe a small club can take over and, and win the win silverware and things like that. It's not supposed to be these juggernaut, billion, trillion dollar clubs, you know, calling all the shots. And, and, and that's where we're leaning towards. I don't think this is the end of a topic like Project Big Picture or an idea like Project Big Picture. I think in the next couple of years, they're going to try to, um, we may hear about that Super League again. Right? I don't know if you guys remember the Super League that they were proposing with the top European teams. That's something that I think that they're going to continue to try to push. Um, so for me, it's just concerning, bro, because you know it's not what the game's values are built on. I know I'm relatively new. I mean, I've watched for about 16 years I've been into the sport now. I know I'm relatively new to it, but that's what I picked up on. It, it's the, it just goes against the values of the, of, the, of the game, and I just don't know where we go from here, to be honest. Sorry for rambling that long, but... Oh, nothing. no, you're good. Yeah. So what I don't do you, know... What, what, do you, what
0: are the positives that you, that you pick out of it, though? Because I have a couple, and I can only think of a couple.
1: Uh, I mean... Not really. I mean, I guess the only positive of I'm being selfish is that my club would have control of a lot of things that are going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe there's more, it's more competitive in a sense. I don't really know. It's not, that's the thing. When I hear it, no positives immediately come to my head. You know what I mean? I have to search for them, but the negatives yeah. are instantly in the entire proposal. I agree.
0: What do you what do you what do you see out of it in a in a positive lifestyle? Like, do you have anything positive about it?
2: For me, it was the away tickets and away travel subsidized. That was that was the main thing. At 20, 20 pounds in away ticket and your away travel being subsidized. So for the for the fans going to away games, then yeah, that's great. I mean, safe standing. I would love to see safe standing return. I think as much as as much you know shit happened in safe standing in the eighties. I think it's still what makes the game. Yeah. what is it isn't the isn't the yellow wall safe standing uh,
0: i believe so uh <laughs> even inter miami has safe standing for the for the supporters clubs so yeah. it's implemented here and there um but yeah they've they made away with it due to you know the tragedy that happened over in england yeah
2: um other than that i i can't see anything i mean the the 250 million that is paid up front to the to, to the afl clubs right so it's it's a quick reimbursement of money. It helps everyone out in in the short term. But what's the long term ramification of all of this at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. I mean, the top the top six plus the three that stay will have complete control of the league. They'll be they'll still they'll be the nine clubs that we see always fighting, but we'll see the end of a Blackburn Rovers winning mm-hmm. the title or of a Leicester winning the title. And that's what makes the sport so much fun is that you have those two teams that should never have won when they won, but then they just broke the system and they won. And they won it beautifully. So we would lose out on that. And then, like Justin said, I mean, at the end of the day, money's going to talk and you're going to see players being bought for even more money. And what does that leave the lower clubs at? I mean.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, because going down through the list, the Premier League will be reduced from 20 to 18 clubs. That's cool and all. All it's really doing is taking, what, four games out of the schedule for, for the teams? Okay, I don't see that big deal. The EFL Cup and the community shield will be scrapped. You st- I guess you still have the FA Cup, you know, for those smaller teams. Um, mm-hmm. It is a bigger daunt- uh, daunting task for them to even make it to the to the FA Cup final. Um, so I understand why the EFL Cup is you know not frowned upon by the smaller clubs. Uh the current one club, one vote abolished. I think that's messed up because, like you said, yeah, it's, it at that point it becomes a power grab with six out of nine teams just having to say no. Like this, uh, for example, Newcastle wanting to get bought out by a new a new management or whatever. Six of those teams could just be like, no, all right, that's it. Like And Newcastle stays where they're at, you know, losing money or not being as competitive, whether, you know, and then compared to now, if they wanted to do that, I don't even think they, do they have to vote for that? They do. All right. Well, I think you have a better chance. You got 14 of the clubs and then those 14 clubs are like, you know what? I can't like, they're probably going to be like, I can't say no, because when it comes turn, if I, if my club needs that. Then I'm gonna get no two, and then we're all on the same boat still. Mm-hmm. So there's no growth. Um, let's see. Um, like I said, it's hypocritical that they're giving power to Chelsea and Man City. Um, that's super unfair. And then Aston Villa isn't even talked about. You got Southampton. Like,
1: right.
0: I really can't, well, I can't talk can about go. about Southampton. Like, if they if they're able to be in that top nine consideration, they've done something right. Um, And then the 250 million uh, pound payment up front to the EFL uh, clubs, is that just what? That's considered league one and two? Yeah. And the championship, or how does it go? It's, it's considered for
2: league one and league two, the championship would get another, a bigger reimbursement. So the championship would get, since not many of the clubs in the championship are facing except for Wigan. Was it Wigan? Yeah, except for Wigan, which had the whole Chinese ownership debacle, that's yeah. something else, but the championship would get its own influx, but you're talking about the EFL clubs which are which are suffering big time and let's put let's put portsmouth portsmouth in there which is a big club essentially it was a big club, and they're down down there in one of the one of the league ones or league twos I forget which one but yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean a club like that that has history, it's just not fair for them, and you you bring up. Villa, I mean, the other one we should bring up is Leeds. I mean, Leeds for a long time should have been considered really a top six team before a Chelsea or a, or a Manchester City. So you're getting screwed out by someone. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I understand the, the importance that it, it is the 250 for you know teams in, in those leagues and that the pandemic that has hit has made it even harder, and some of them are basically just hanging on by thread. Um, although, I I think it's a great idea. I don't understand how 250 split between all those clubs might even help some of them. You this know what I mean?
1: special, To be honest it, it. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> kind of just like, oh, like we'll give you a little something if you just let us have all the power, right. it, it, yeah. it, it's, yeah. it's,
1: it's messed you up. You guys just lay down. We'll let yeah, you know. like
0: here's a little bit of money. You still might struggle after this, but you know, it'll somehow maybe figure itself out. I'm on the I'm on the side that, you know, if I understand there's a lot of history, but if your club is hanging on by a thread, you did something wrong. Um, I don't think you deserve the buyout or whatever the payout or whatever this is. Um you know, it's just kind of like, uh, I don't know. I guess maybe um, I'm I'm not empathetic in that sense. <laughs> but like I said, you're splitting 250 between all those clubs. Is it really going to help some of those clubs that are still hurting? No, they still might be in that financial crisis. And then what are they doing after that? You know, just, you know, letting go of players, signing players for the little bit of money that they can. And then that's another thing. Isn't there like a wage cap? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a wage cap. How does that help, you know, teams that want big names and try to, you know, make it up the ranks? So you're still somewhat screwed, regardless of the of the uh, upfront payment. Um, the 25% of Premier League annual revenue will go to EFL clubs. Then again, 25%, what is, how much really is that to every club? And then that's the thing. You got to hope that your club makes it to the end of the season. I don't know. It's just, it's, it sounds good. And I'm sure a lot of those EFL clubs are like, yes, please accept this because we're in dire need of this money. But I don't know. It, it just doesn't seem like it's going to be enough. And then the top six is just going to be, it's going to be the top six premier league right? And everybody else yeah.
1: mm-hmm. at this point. Which is no what they want. Week. Which is what they want? To be honest,
0: but why? How does that? How's that? Uh, How's that? Like good for us, the viewer.
1: It's not about the viewer. It's about the money. Mm-hmm. Remember the TV? The TV
2: rights are coming up also in one yeah. another, in another year, and that's going to be big, big, big money for for the top six. Really, I mean, they're the one who are going to benefit the most from that.
1: That's yeah, another.
0: It's, it's not going to be a competitive league. So who's going to want to watch that? It's like a six mon- monster teams versus Looney Tunes without freaking Michael Jordan. It's pointless at that point. Like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
2: mean, I, I mean, yeah, it got voted down, but I'm looking here, the those teams that are in League One and League Two that are in bankruptcy are each receiving $50 million in grants and interest-free loans, which to me sounds a better idea for them at that point, see if mm-hmm. they can save off some kind of freaking... That's,
0: that's that's better than just handing them money because then again, they're back to that position where you got loaned this money, now you better make something happen financially and recover, plus give us our money back. Because if not, you already were given that chance. If you didn't make it, you did something wrong, like I said like i'm sorry but it just you weren't able to
1: you know yo um and it. just to go off for a second before i forget uh we got a new subscriber to the show my boy jb i see you man thanks for so, showing the boy some love bleeb bleep. you know the vibes man <laughs> but um yeah man it's just it's a greed play um i mean it's just like it's just like the uh, that proposed thing with the what is it fourteen ninety five for that pay per view? What you call it that they're doing? But look yeah. who they're look who they're putting up first is Newcastle versus Man United, one of the biggest fan bases in the entire world. You know, you know, a good percentage is gonna pay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's it's all about it's all about bread. Yeah, it
0: it's and that's historically a good match. And then you're gonna make us pay out of pocket when we could just have it already on our subscription plan or our cable subscription plan is, (laughs) I'm telling you, man, it's, it's getting out of control. I believe Wenger said something about it. Didn't he? Yeah, he did.
2: Mm -hmm. He did. I don't know what he said. He's been saying so much stuff in the the past few weeks. I'm like, I can't keep up with this man anymore. I thought you retired, bro.
0: Uh, I think I have it somewhere here. I don't know if you guys could just find something.
1: (laughs) Um, I don't hey, don't let, let, let. Uh, appreciate it appreciate it appreciate it we are trying to you know trying to come up hopefully Man, next time do. you tune in i won't have a freaking bag on my head bro but yes hopefully know, so we'll see you this weekend coming up life is life so i don't know
0: i don't know i know he said something i think he said something about it in the long run like how is it how is it gonna really help um the the fact that these pe- that these clubs are making backdoor deals is kind of untrustworthy. Um and especially is it's frowned upon uh like uh, upon the other clubs in the EPL that you know, they're not getting they're not in this transaction. They're just basically being left out, you know, in secret and then they're just you know, they're expecting to just have all these clubs just basically bow down. So I don't know, man. $20 away game subsidized all that. That's great. The thing is they got to figure out how to do these things without looking shady. Like, yeah, because yeah, you're right. I, I mentioned something about how's the game going to be entertaining for us. It does really, it does. It really is the more I think about it as I'm looking off into nowhere here. <laughs> um, it really does come down to the money because yeah, you're, you're, you're doing this 20 pounds uh, away games, but you're only doing it if you're able to get what you want. Like, there's no thought really about the fan. It's only the fan gets this, and these little mini clubs get this if we're allowed to do such and such and such. And so Wenger, Wenger, Wenger said about this, that the
2: problems are much deeper and the 250 bailout will not save anyone at the end of the day. It'll be Liverpool and Manchester United will reap the rewards. Yeah.
0: And not only that, Man, uh, Manchester City and, and Chelsea, they're already reaping Chelsea. I mean, Man City got, you know, the little pat on the hand for all the billions of dollars that they're wasting on on players. And, you know, and they didn't get like another hundred million.
1: <laughs> so yeah, they,
0: did, they didn't get kicked out of the Champions League or suspended for two years, like, supposedly was the idea. It just, I don't know. So yeah. Oh, so here we go. This here's another part of
2: it: a hundred million euros immediate immediate payments. The FA to cover lost revenue and to develop non league women's and grassroots football.
0: But don't you they see, really
1: have, have... In there to kind of like, hey, we're not leaving everybody out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But but what structure is that though? What what structure do they have to that hundred million dollars? Oh yeah, we're gonna do this because it's gonna help develop what? How? With what? I don't know. Exactly. They they never put they they never put that
2: out. They just are like, here we're right. gonna give this money to women's football to right. grassroots football. We're doing our part, guys. So that's, you know, sign true. up for sign up for the picture. I just
0: it just came to my attention. You brought up the what was it fifty million dollars in grants? Yeah. All right. So as you guys, as you both know, because I've sent you guys uh, like tweets and stuff, uh, the hashtag United. That I followed, they're also on YouTube. Um, they were just a YouTube channel and started uh, a football team, and they play in the in the in the lower league pyramids. It's like uh, it's like basically amateur soccer, and you basically are literally clawing every inch to basically get into the EFL Championship, all that stuff. Um, And they were mentioning in one of the videos that, yeah, even those clubs are suffering from this pandemic because they, they're kind of like just looked at as like the stepchild. So when this whole pandemic happened, you know, they were finding little leeways to keep the premier league going, the championship going, all that stuff, where all those leagues are just like, no, just null and void. Like you're done playing. We're not going to even try to figure out a schedule for you guys. When it's when you guys are able to start playing again, then you guys just start a new season. Um, and they were and they were bringing up the fact that, yeah, some of those teams are getting the 50 million dollars of grants, not 50 million, but part of that money. Um, so it makes you wonder like it's going down that deep. So that's how much they have to spread this little bit of money. Is it? I don't think it's gonna, it's gonna help anything. And like Wenger said, it's, it's, it's uh, it's a short-term solution for a very, very deep and big problem. Yeah. So, and so that's what, and that's another thing they're saying: grass league or grassroots soccer. Most clubs in in England have academies and all that stuff. So, I don't understand. No question, where, man,
1: no Talking like all right, hundred million. You guys figure it out
2: yeah I mean, at, at the end of the day, the big six academies will still be the ones benefiting everything they'll they'll have the most influx going into them. so what what's the point, really? I mean, they're just like, here, guys, fight over this money. It's like it's like throwing a bunch of you know chickens in a in a pan, putting one plate of food and seeing what happens. <laughs> uh,
0: that sounds like a horrible mess to be completely honest. <laughs> Um, well, is there anything you else you guys can think of, of uh, on this subject while
1: we're at it? No, not really, man. I think we really yeah. dove into that one. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> kind of broke it down. Um, so basically, I guess overall, it's just a big money grab slash power grab from the top six teams. But wait, I, so do you feel – like as a Man United fan, do you feel somewhat shady though, or is like, is, or is this something that you're like, oh, I could have seen this happening or seen this coming?
1: Do I feel so much shady? Hell no! Fuck the Glazers, man! I don't associate with those dudes. It's unfortunate. That, it's unfortunate I'm saying that they it's were my club, but I yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Oh, because I don't support them. Okay, I you know, that. I just I hate that is my club. That's you know what I'm saying at the yeah. spearhead of it, but I don't feel shady at all because I the whole the own fan base hates them so you know what I'm saying it's like we're not complicit in it we're not surprised that they would try to do something like
0: this. that's what I'm yeah basically that's what I was coming up to like yeah you're basically like I, I could have seen this coming yeah, like, yeah exactly exactly like it's not it's that shitty you type of person yeah okay, right mm-hmm. yeah, and just the fact that they put you know they they got they actually got together with Liverpool <laughs> that's that tells like you all big... need to know, bro.
1: all you need to know right there Yeah, that's unfortunate.
0: Um, So, yeah, um, there also was in the, I guess, the international break, uh, the news. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but Cristiano Ronaldo will be going to court.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about COVID. Oh, yeah, I thought we were talking about like...
0: (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, he got COVID, but okay, well, quick on the COVID thing, because my interpretation is he looked like he just... Said that he got COVID, so he could just take a day off, because he, he posted a picture standing next to his TV with a big ass smile. Like yeah. yeah, I'm watching from I'm supporting from home. It's like boy, look like nothing ever even happened to you. Like
1: yeah, I mean you never know no, he might not have had no symptoms though. Oh
0: yeah, I'm sure he probably could be asymptomatic, but really? it's just it's just funny. Like you know he's yeah. supporting from home and he's just chilling. Other people are you know like like when a, when a, when you hear a player like oh player tested positive for covid like you don't really see anything some of the times you know so it was just funny oh yeah but he you know that case that was going that was going on where he was supposedly you know or he wasn't supposedly but he was charged the La- for, the, La- the Las Vegas case yeah the Las Vegas the sexual assault Allegiant. or whatever Allegiant. Yeah, Allegiant. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah he's going to court for that um does that feel like a money grab situation?
1: Oh, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, tread lightly on that subject, but I'm just I mean, I'm just saying though because what was
0: it like a a half a year to a year ago he was basically you know scotch free.
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought he was done with that whole dealing with that. Exactly. Whole idea, so it's yeah. interesting. It's interesting. I mean, this could be a play out of money grab, you know. But I, then again, I don't know all the facts. So yeah, I was just wondering,
0: like, what your, you know, what your thoughts were because it just, it just seems odd that from one day he's, you know, good to go and right. You know, he's I mean, or he has to show up in court and
1: yeah, you know. I'm less concerned about it as I was when it first happened. You know, I, I mean, I would agree. You know what I'm saying, but I don't know. I don't know. We gotta see how it plays out, man. I don't know. Yeah. Um.
0: And then okay, I didn't click the tab. And then in Spanish football, um, so, uno momento, por favor. Um, So, yeah, in Spanish football, um, a player by the name of Sergi Enrich, Enrich, I'm going to say it in English, and um, Antonio Luna were facing five years of arrest for, I guess, basically what... um, Valbuena did, you know, the whole sex tape Again, so kind of deal. Um, but yeah, the 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 plea was pushed down to two years, which for some reason means that they're not gonna face jail time. So I don't know how you go from five years prison to two years prison, but don't face <laughs> no prison time. <laughs> It must uh, be like a like a loophole for uh, football players in Europe mob or something. Like the whole tax evasion thing. The mob lawyers are on the job out there, boy. Yeah. Um, but I just I just think this whole thing is like well the reason they were they were even charged is because the idiots recorded it on phones like a, I would say back in 2016, I think they said like four years ago. And You know, I don't know. Okay, it's this might sound super bad, uh, but whatever, I'm gonna just I'm gonna shoot. I'm
1: so glad Um, I got my head, that's all I know. (laughs) (laughs) Hold Um, up, let me grab a mask. (laughs) Um, so yeah, basically
0: they wanted the video to go viral. So I, I think women do this too, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. You might send her an illicit picture, and she might be like, "Oh, look at this guy." You know, what I'm saying it shows her homegirls or whatever. And we sometimes do the same thing, you know, depending on how we feel about the that sort of person. Um, but I feel like it's kind of dumb, like especially when you're in that in the position that you are as a you know playing out there for a big club in Europe, and then you're forcing. Well, I guess they didn't force her, but they they uh, put the video out there without her consent. So that's what they basically got roped for. Um, It's I guess it's somewhat similar to the whole Kim Kardashian, but I guess she did it herself. So I guess that's kind of out of the picture there. (laughs) Um, But but yeah, like. Why? Why do you feel like or why do players feel like they could just do whatever they want. Like, what do you think it is that makes them think like, Oh yeah, this would be straight. Like me and my boy did this and you know, let's just throw it out there kind of deal. I never Because you already saw what happened with Valbuena. And then, so wouldn't you think, you know, you take a different way of, you know,
1: I don't, I don't understand what these players like. And it's like, they have so many examples to learn from over the years. You know what I mean? Like, Bro, you're rich. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're if you're like you're not even that you're rich, you're famous, you're an athlete. You know what I'm saying? The these normal people rules don't apply to you. You know what I'm saying? Like how hard is that for you to understand, bro? Like, yo, I get it, man. You're in a relationship, you want to record some freak stuff. That's fine, bro. But like why are you what are you trying to get at? Like what clout do you need to post it? You know what I'm saying? To make it go viral. Like what what are you you know what I'm saying? This isn't high school or anything like that. And a lot of these dudes, they get this fame and they just want to be petulant children and be like, hey, you know, nothing's going to happen to me. And it's it's always the same every time. Like, bro, you just saw your boy get jammed up. You know what I'm saying? Babuena is a perfect example. How long did that thing go on? Like four years where it's. It, well, and here it, goes. It, in, in yeah. some effect, it's still kind of going on. Exactly. Out. Benzema's still paying for it right now. You know what I'm saying? And it's just ridiculous. Like, bro, these guys got to think, man. I, I don't get it. Like, you Guys are like in the position where it doesn't even have to come out, you can just do you know, what I, mean? I don't know, it's just weird, bro. Like, like why, what What makes like, I don't understand that. Like, why, I don't know, I don't know, bro. I don't know, yeah. How did, how did that work out with the whole uh, Greenwood
0: and, and Phil Foden? Was that the, the girls
1: on their part that leaked it out, or yeah, I believe it was, yeah, the women. It, was, it was the women that a girl posted of them in the room or whatnot, and yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was a whole story that they posted and stuff. I think I sent you out a video when, uh, when uh, Foden that and girl. Greenwood, yeah, yeah. And were talking oh, to the broad. Yeah. yeah, and then Foden's like, "Oh, what are you gonna come over here for?" And Greenwood's like, "What do you think, mate?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like,
0: but you see, like in, in that sense, I feel like I don't know if 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 it wasn't for COVID, it probably wouldn't be that big a deal, right? It probably wouldn't even have been heard about you know, it, maybe.
1: No,
0: that it, be, it it would probably just be like a little meme picture just posted on twitter here and there
1: man, the broad, we uh, the would be joking ticket. about it because they didn't break the law they didn't do yeah. anything you know what i'm saying unlawful oh you guys uh had somebody in your room you yeah. know what I'm saying? yeah it's, it's
0: like, not it's not like these idiots that basically got the images and then just Threw them out for the internet, like, oh, look what we did, kind of deal. Yeah, like,
1: what are you talking about? What do you need? What? You... Oh my god, bro! Some people that you don't know, know
0: bro. you know, if they want to do it that
2: bad, they can just hire a porn star and just film the shit. I don't know why it's like, you know. I mean, why, why not think? I mean, Lisa Ann, I'll you know, shout out to Lisa Ann, you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> man, man, man. <laughs> Going off on tangents, folks. <laughs> we're learning. We're learning Sal's deep dark secrets. on people. <laughs> I'll, leave- I'll, leave-
2: I'll leave. it at that. But uh, you know, she's gone on record oh, and saying, you know, she spent time with the athletes. You know, yeah. let her. You know, what? Yes. Yeah, well, wants to yeah, she
0: is known. She is known for that, and I believe she talked about it on her. She has a podcast I think, right? Yeah, she does. Yeah. So there's that. Um. But, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to get your guys' idea on that one because I read that and I was just like, man, I was like, some people just don't know how to act. And, like, come on now. But, yeah, it is what it is. Um, do you guys have anything left on the table or are we good and we we will reconvene tomorrow for Premier League?
1: Yeah, I did have some stuff, but I want to save it for Premier League stuff because it's more relevant to that. Yeah. So.
0: Okay. So, basically, leave it for tomorrow? Yeah, sure. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, do you want to do the honors? Oh, yeah. Are you, is everybody,
1: are we good to go? Do we? Are we Are we good? Um, all right. What do, we, what do we exactly mean by are we good? Like, you know what I'm saying? I just want to make sure that when I'm dribbling on the fast break and I cross up a dude and I throw that alley to Sal, I don't want any goaltending or, you know, stoppage time. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to make sure that we got all that stuff because the outro is supposed to be the outro.
2: You, you know we we need this to be like a gore and drag bam out of bio like boom 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 like like that Alright, like, wait boom, so boom, so duck. basically
0: what you're saying goes from you to sal and then i
1: do i do i hit the 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 key right well no yes I, that of course but then you're also the jefe, so you should say any last things that you want to say before you pass me the inbound ball and then I go down the court oh okay well uh thank you guys for watching <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm so honored right now. Hey, Josh, thank you for being here. Uh, yeah, we appreciate it, uh, the support and everything. Um, so for those of you that watched this after we recorded, uh, enjoy the rest of your day, your afternoon, evening, whatever it may be. Um, I'll see you on the next one and I'll pass it
1: over to Jess. <laughs> oh, on the inbound, ladies and gentlemen, like, like the boss said, thank you so much for supporting us all this time. We're in over a year now. Uh 2020's been rough, but we're still coming at y'all with the content. Content. If you want to check us out on our personal Twitter channels, follow at Field Talk Underscore Benzi, at Sal Talk Soccer, at Field Talk Just Underscore. Follow our Twitter page at Field Talk Pod. And we also are on Instagram at Field Talk Underscore. You guys know the vibes. Peace. Ciao, people. Oh, 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 oh,